Parker, you had a big week. You know what I mean? Your Chiefs go to back-to-back Super Bowls. That's big time. Yep. And, smile for me. Ooh, Puka's braces are off. I can see his teeth. It's so fun and pretty. All right, here's my question for you, Puka. If it came down to the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, are you keeping your braces on for one more year? What do you choose? Come on, be honest. Braces aren't that bad. Legacy no, is only bad. once. What? They're pretty bad. No, they're not that bad. They're pretty bad. What? I don't like them. Why not? Because sometimes if they get adjusted, you can't eat afterwards. Yeah, but you can still drink stuff. I don't care. You just blend it. That's why God made a blender. Chiefs so the Chiefs can go to the Super Bowl and you can keep your braces on. Chiefs can get to the Super Bowl without my help. Pick it or kick it, we all owe MBS an apology. You know, I never said anything bad about MBS. Um, I was I remember saying I have t-shirts made of MBS MVP. So I don't know, you're talking about. That's not the reason I would have paid, but I agree you, with you. You would not pick four. the reason that he sucks I with you. I'm the dad, but I'm the boss. This is Puka's Picks and Kicks. I'm Puka. And I'm the boss. I mean the dad. Which means boss sometimes. No. Dude, Chiefs are back at the Super Bowl. Are we excited? Yeah. Yeah. Now, next week will be our Super Bowl show. This week, we're going to be our, we're going to look at back at the championship. For the you know both championship games, we're gonna look ahead to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. We're gonna look ahead to NFL honors, but we're gonna save next week to be all Super Bowl all the time. Third Super Bowl in five years, Parker. Does it feel different? Five years ago, when the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl against the San Francisco 49ers, it was so exciting. It was hard to think past that moment. It was hard to think past like. You know, Patrick Mahomes building a legacy and the Chiefs building a dynasty. It was just like, finally, we made it to the Super Bowl. Winning would be amazing. You know? Yep. But now that we have two, it sort of seems more business-like. It sort of seems like the excitement and the, uh, you know, just the unequivocal enthusiasm isn't there. Because I want to see what they do at the Super Bowl. It's no longer enough just to get there. Yep. You know? I'm happy they're there, though. Especially mm-hmm. this year. But we'll talk more about that next week. Let's go into Kick It. We got big news on the Kick It front. Kick It is the segment we talk all about Parker's foot and his soccer skills. Um, the season's almost over. Yeah. So we found out the coach for next season. Yeah? Yep. You excited? What do you know about the new coach? That he was like a pro at 19 and used to live in London and moved to America when he was 15. So he has a lot of experience and should really be able to help us grow as players. Does he have an accent? No. Does he give good advice about like tea and crumpets and biscuits? I don't know. Does he call cookies biscuits or cookies cookies like a normal human? I don't know. Well, these are the things that we need to know if he's going to be coaching you. Who would you rather have? As a soccer coach, Bill Belichick or Andy Reid? I don't know. Yeah, pick one. I don't know. You have to pick one. It's like the whole hypothetical. Andy Reid, probably. Why? Why not? Good. good. He seems nicer. He's way nicer. Yeah. 
players love Andy Reid. It seems like players are just kind of like they put up with Bill Belichick because they're afraid of him. Mm-hmm. He has yet to 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 get a new gig. That's kind of weird. Potentially the best coach in NFL history. Potentially. Although he's never really done much without Tom Brady. Yep. But Andy Reid, people love. Good choice. Pick Andy Reid. What about Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey? Who's going to be your soccer coach? Uh, Jason Kelsey. What? Because Travis is going to have all the spotlight on his girlfriend the whole time. Dude, we were going to be the only podcast to not talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, technically we haven't yet. You did. No. You messed it up. I just said we weren't going to. Would you rather have, as your soccer coach, Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Professor X from the X-Men? Um, Those pretty good leaders right Splin- there. Splinter. Why? Because he like is better with kids. How do you Cause, know? Because the Ninja Turtles are Teenage Mutant you Ninja know what? Turtles the and he made them grow too. up. No, no, no. He watched them grow up as different kids and taught them ninja skills, which could help us. Oh, ninja skills um, would help you on the soccer field. But yep. Professor S could teach you how to hone your your powers that you were born I with. I don't have any powers, though. Well, yeah, that sucks. You're only human. Who would you rather have as a soccer coach? Squidward or SpongeBob? SpongeBob Squidward's a jerk. Yeah, but sometimes a good it takes a jerk to be a good coach. No, but he's just going to, like, complain the whole time. Yeah, but he'd just be, like, hanging out with me. No, he's not going to teach us anything. You know, you can learn a lot by listening to complainers. As our first season of podcasting comes to an end, so does our first season of my favorite game on the show, Pickers. I'm pretty sad about the way it turned out, though. Like, sometimes the hero doesn't win, Parker. Sometimes the villain wins. Not all stories have a happy ending. This one does. No, this was a sad ending. No. Like... The villain actually won. This is kind of like the end of Avengers Endgame. No, it's not. Yeah. Or wait, was Wrong it Endgame? One. Infinity War. You beat me. Yeah. I went into the playoffs with a three-game lead. Now, in the playoffs, the points were doubled. That well, saved your butt. Or you would have had no chance. Actually, we probably would have just tied. We'd be tied right now. <laughs> but you're like Mahomes in the playoffs with Pickers. Uh, you don't lose in the playoffs. Nope. Good job, you beat me. I can no longer catch you. So, Pickers is officially over. I'm sorry that it ended this way, people. Mm-hmm. I'll try hard next time. I'll come back strong in season two. I will take down the villain. Should we go into playoff picket, kick it? The biggest controversy coming out of the Lions and 49ers that every show is talking about, but everybody's been waiting for our show to talk about it, Parker. Pick it or kick it. Dan Campbell should not have gone forward on fourth down multiple times and instead taken the field goal points. Pick it. Really? Yes. Why? Because they lost because of that. Oh, so you're only judging the past by the present? That doesn't seem fair. What about in the moment? No, because they were still up by points. Why do you need those extra points anyway? That's the philosophy that got them to where they are, though. They went all season going for it on fourth down more than any other team, converting fourth down more than any other team. So you're telling me at the NFC Championship, they forget their identity? You need points. So, No, I agree with you. But I'm also more of a conservative person. I never would have had that route in the first place. 
Now, here we go. Andy Reid went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. Nobody's judging his choices. They won the game. Because they won. that's what it takes. They bounced back from it. That doesn't seem very fair. It is fair. He also only did it once. They did it twice, and they could have got multiple points, went up multiple scores. Do you think one of the differences who's who's kicking the ball? Like on one hand, the Chiefs, they have Harrison Butker. On the other hand, the Lions have Bag Lady, which is the coolest name in sports. I'm not taking that away from him. Bag Lady. Probably factors in a bit. Pick it or kick it, Lions will make the NFC Championship game again next year. Man, we haven't finished talking about this year. You want me to think about next year? No. Kick it. They don't make the championship game. It's too hard to make the championship game. Unless you're the Kansas City Chiefs, you're not going back-to-back championships. You know, the NFC, you expect the you expect that division to get stronger. Did that. True. That's a good point. Uh, Dan Campbell tells his team after the game that they might not ever go back. Is that the right message in that moment? Nope. What, what, what should the message have been? Just like, we got to try to get here again next year, not like bring his guys down for losing the game. Even though it's the most likely and honest thing to say? Still, part of it's on him. So he shouldn't have done that to his team. That's fair. Good coaches are good liars. Yeah. Good podcasters are good liars. Ooh. Tell me your best lie. Um, I enjoy Taylor Swift. <laughs> Dude, you don't enjoy Taylor Swift. Would you quit bringing you her up? You don't know. You're like that. You're like all the trolls on the internet complain about Taylor Swift, and you kept bringing her up. Taylor Swift is fantastic. That's what I said. So I don't know why you're yelling. You said it was a lie. I didn't say it was a lie. All right, pick it or kick it. The Lions will not win their division next year. Pick it. I think it's going to be the Packers. Yowzes. You're going to make the entire sports world cry. What a shame. I haven't seen so many casual or generic NFL fans or fans rooting for you know, whose teams are out of it. I don't know the right phrase here. Root for a single team like that, like NFL fans got behind the Lions this year. They also did that for the Ravens in the AFC Championship. Yeah, to some point. But I think the Lions no, were a bigger to deal. some point. The Lions were a bigger deal than the Ravens this year. I saw Ravens a lot more. I think a lot of that is just people hating the Chiefs. Like Chief. When I was watching a lot of football, obviously during the New England Patriots dynasty, I always went about it. When my team was out, I was like, you know what? If I got to root for the Patriots, which are building a dynasty and building, doing something historic, or some random team that's just hot this year, give me the dynasty. That was always kind of my mindset, and people didn't think that that was the right mindset to have. But I don't necessarily understand the hate for the chiefs right now i don't i kind of get it but also it seems like people are just looking for reasons to hate the chiefs and that's just kind of sad to me like most of the things that they bring up have nothing to do with football it's jackson mahomes it's Brittany mahomes this year it's taylor swift it's like can we just or it's like conspiracies like oh the refs or the script it's like Mm. that's that's overplayed that's ridiculous like What's really the reason? You know the reason? Because our team's better than theirs. Jealousy. That's absolutely right. All right, but anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're still in Lions versus 49ers mode here. Pick it or kick it. If building a team right now, you take Nick Bosa over Aiden Hutchinson. I would pick it. I'll take Nick Bosa over Aiden Hutchinson. In a big moment of last week, Nick Bosa goes and gets two sacks. Two big-time sacks. Aiden Hutchinson doesn't appear on the stat sheet. I mean, I mean, I know he had some pressures and things, and he's a great player and all, but 
give me Nick Bosa all day long. Pick it or kick it, the moment was just too big for Jared Goff. Like, he is not the quarterback you need in that moment. Um, I'll kick it. Because in a lot of big third downs, I noticed that the Lions receivers were kind of dropping the ball a lot. Yeah. And um, he's been to a Super Bowl before. So he he's played in an atmosphere like this and higher. So he can do it. I think you're right. It doesn't fall on Jared Goff. Jared Goff's not the guy. Uh, he didn't make all the mistakes. Did he have a perfect game? Probably not. He didn't have a turnover. But, right. I mean, he wasn't the worst quarterback of the weekend. Yep. Spoiler alert. Lamar. Yeah. MVP Lamar. He caught a ball, though. Pick it or kick it. At halftime, the commentators completely jinxed the Lions by showing a graphic that showed that the Lions had three players with more rushing yards than CMC. That's what jinxed it. Pick it, because then CMC went off. He came back in the second half and went off, into with 90 yards rushing, I think 40 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Like That guy shows up in key moments repeatedly over and over. He's obviously the guy that we're going to be most nervous about facing in the Super Bowl, yeah. correct? We'll talk more about that Super Bowl next week. But yeah, I'm a big believer in the jinx. Like, you play it cool until you know. Yeah. The commentators never play it cool. They jinx everything. They ruin the whole thing. Come on. I was really rooting for the Lions. I wanted them to win. Not just because they have the easier team, because there's a better story. We've already played the 49ers in the Super Bowl. That's already happened. Give me the Lions, even though it would have the world against the Chiefs. That would have been fun. Agree? Or are you happy to see the Niners? No, they're a better team. Or, don't like it. devil's advocate, you're in this situation. You want to play the better team. No. You want to win against the better team. At the end of the season, you want no doubt. Think about that. At the end of the season, if the, if the Chiefs can go the whole way, they would have beaten the number one offense mm. in, the, in the Dolphins. And then they would have gone on the road and beat the hottest team in the Bills. Then they go on the road and beat the best team, the team that was destined to win the whole thing in the Ravens. And then they go in the Super Bowl and beat the number one seed in the NFC. Isn't that the better story? Yeah. All right. Instead we just got to fast forward. Instead two of weeks. villains. Yeah. And de- destroying the Lions' hopes. Sure. That would have been kind of mean, like, you know, taking candy from a. I can't think of anything politically correct, so I'll stop talking. Pick it or kick it. Purdy doesn't get enough respect for what he is doing. Pick it, man. No. I don't really understand the hate that Purdy gets. Like, sure, maybe putting him in the MVP talk is a little bit much, but nobody seriously got him winning MVP. Does he belong in a spot? Sure. What he's doing is pretty special. And he showed up big time in the second half last week. Not just with his arm. He had two plays with his feet that were the longest he's ever had in the entire season. Up until that point, I don't think he'd had a run over 20 yards. And that game, he had two runs over 20 yards. That's a guy that knows the moment that he's in, as young as he is. I'm not saying crown him. I'm not saying give him, like, you know, all these accolades. Don't compare him to the people that have won Super Bowls yet. Respect the player. Agree? No. What? You're going to jinx it right here. No, he had Right a, here first, folks. He had a pick. This is where the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl. My son is going to jinx the whole thing. He was one of the only quarterbacks with a pick this week. He didn't get sacked. They're about to score a touchdown. He gets sacked twice, back-to-back, when they're about to score. He's not ready for this type of moment. And he's going to he, be facing the best defense that he's faced all playoffs. 
most of, a lot of his good plays, I've, I've watched them, and they're checkdowns to Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel. Yeah, it takes, it takes a great quarterback to check it down to a great player. No, it doesn't. It, oh, okay. All right, so are you telling me out of the four quarterbacks that played this weekend, Brock Purdy's the worst? I think so. But he's like, going to the Super Bowl. He doesn't deserve and he's to be favored in the Super Bowl. He doesn't deserve to be. It's not because of him. Maybe it's because they have like the best defense, the best all around offense. They me, have despite him, they have the best players in the league. They have the best running back, one of the best tight ends, some of the best defensive players. He's just there. He's just a nice role player. Eesh. You know, I'm not saying he's I bad. Hope, I hope in two weeks I don't have to play this back for everybody and have you eat those words. I'm not saying he's bad. Okay. I'm just saying he's not top tier. He's not a Yeah. He's not what other people are if saying. If he wins the Super Bowl this year and goes up, throws from 300 yards, would you uh, come on the show and take that back? Depends on how he gets his yards. If he's thrown a bunch of checkdowns and McCaffrey's running yeah, through everyone. He had that great pass. Bad. Right at the face of the Lions defender. Right off his helmet. You know how hard that throw is? No, that... You try throwing a ball off a defender's face. Sounds like he messed up. <sighs> okay. I don't really know how I feel about this. Bum. Should we move on to the next one? Or are we good? Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Fanaticate and talk about our Kansas City Chiefs! Woo! Before the game even started, we had controversy. We had drama. We had a 40-something-year-old kicker, for some weird-ass reason, lining up field goals on the opponent's goal line. What's he practicing? Is he practicing 10-yard field goals or 110-yard field goals? Like, what is his... What is he doing there? I don't know. Is he just trying to piss off the Chiefs? Probably. Now, he came out afterward and said, This is what I've been doing for 12 years. And could Travis Kelsey hurt my feelings when he moved the stuff out of the way? Sounded like old Charlie Brown. Poor dude. Do you feel bad for him because he lost? No. Do you feel bad for the Baltimore fan base because this jackhole poked the bear? No. You mean yes? No. He pissed off Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey goes on to have his best game of the year. No, I'm saying I'm not feeling bad for them. Oh, okay. I forgot what the question was. You're right. Pick it or kick it. Justin Tucker was in the wrong during pregame. Pick and it. And he poked the bear. Pick it. Nope. What I've noticed online is it totally depends on who's writing the story. No. Nope. Like, <laughs> if it's from a Chief fan base site, it's like, oh, look at uh, Justin Tucker. He's being such a douche. If it's from the Ravens fan base site, you're looking at, oh, look at uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey being such spoiled brats. I don't even know what the real situation is. You know? I don't know. But Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are pretty good dudes. So, or am I just biased? Have I been fed lies this entire time? I think they're usually nice. It seems like the fans that, or like the media that are not connected to one of the teams are just pointing at it as like this funny moment and not really choosing a side, which is fine. Justin Tucker's, I think he was on the wrong there though, because what's he doing there? Go somewhere else. Go where the other Ravens are. He's surrounded by chief players in that moment. You can't tell me he's in the right spot. That just doesn't make sense. 
he's lining up kicks on the goal line? That never happens. That doesn't make sense. Ravens will be back in the AFC Championship again next year. I mean, I'm going to kick it just because that's a really hard thing to predict unless you're the Kansas City Chiefs there. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs seem to have found the cracked the code. Next next year, you at least hope you're not going to see as many um, quarterback I think the injuries. Bills could be back. The Bills could be back. Not the, I meant Bengals. The Bengals the could, could be, be back. Both those teams could be back. Yeah. I mean, the AFC is pretty high. Trevor Lawrence is still a respectable quarterback. I'm not saying he'll make it to the AFC Championship. He's not favored to do Stroud. that. But, okay. you know, C.J. Stroud is building something in Houston. There's going to be a surprise team. Yep. You know, Miami Dolphins are still exciting. Like, they kind of floundered at the end. But, you know, they could figure that out. The AFC is just still pretty strong. Especially you got to contend with the Kansas City Chiefs still. Um, I'm going to kick that the Ravens are back next year. I'm not. I don't think that. I don't think that Lamar is washed. I think that he's going to make a run again. Um, to to predict it next year is tough, but uh, I kind of feel bad for the Ravens a little bit. Just kidding. I don't feel bad for the Ravens. <laughs> I don't feel bad for the Ravens. Did you see those douchebags during the game? Yeah, they had like what four personal fouls. Like two taunting penalties, like those ass jacks couldn't get out of their own way. And you know what I think I contribute that to? How much they were featuring like Ray Lewis, yeah. because Ray Lewis, he he's this guy that plays the game in a, on another level in a really tough way. The current Baltimore Ravens are not Ray Lewis, but they tried to be in that game. They tried to overplay it. They 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 didn't they they didn't chill out and they they weren't playing with their head. It's because they were able to do that against the Texans. I think they were able to be really aggressive. It just didn't work out for them this week. I don't feel bad for them about that. I mean, they didn't play smart. The Chief defense proved something big this week. Sure, yeah, they proved something huge. They proved this is a championship caliber defense they shut down the team that was supposed to run all over them they shut them down in the second half zero points in fact the the baltimore okay three points but zero touchdowns the the ravens scored on their second possession on a blown coverage it just looked weird where leo chanel had uh, Lamar Jackson under his wing, but Lamar Jackson is amazing. He is a he is a talent like we've never seen. He gets out of that tackle. He throws it deep because the pass coverage, the safeties have completely broke down. You see Snead racing over a little bit too late to try to get in the way, but you know that the safety, whoever was supposed to be over there, whether it be Justin Reed or whether it be was Mike Edwards still in the game at that point? I'm pretty yeah. sure he was. Something broke down. Something got lost. You can't really put that on the secondary. That play went way too long. That was a great play by the Ravens. I won't take that away. But after that point, nothing great happened. You know, the game got kind of boring, as a lot of people were complaining about. Fumbling, an ugly interception. Into triple coverage. Some people were complaining it should have been P.I. I don't see it. It wouldn't have mattered anyway, because the third guy came in and got it before anyone could even touch the ball. No, it doesn't take it away from the horrible decision that Lamar made in that moment. Um, The experts came on and said it wasn't PI. It was probably really close. Obviously, there's a lot of people looking for reasons to blame, you know, the Chiefs moving on because they just hate the Chiefs. and They're going to call foul on anything, but pick or kick it. MVP or not, Lamar's season is now a disappointment. Um, Or we forget this in a week and a half when he wins MVP. 
I'll pick it because yeah. he's like two and four in the playoffs. Yeah. People are like complaining about how in these big games he can never show up. And this was supposed to be the year where he could prove everyone wrong. And he just didn't. It's not like the Ravens win in that game of underdogs. Everybody had the Ravens win in that game. And it's not like Lamar played great yeah. and his defense messed up or right? something. Like at times where you know Josh Allen has played great and lost the game, yeah. that 13-second game, you don't put that on Josh Allen. Uh, since then, the rules have changed. Who knows what that game would it be now? But um, yeah, you can't say the same thing about Lamar. That's a good point. Speaking of that, though, did the coaches let Lamar down? Pick it or kick it. The Ravens refusing to run the ball for whatever reason, even though they're the best run team in the league, going against not a very good run defense, is the most confusing coaching decision of the playoffs of the entire year. Um, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Pick it. Yeah. They only had six runs with a running back. 11 design runs overall. Some of those going to Lamar or Some other players. Some of them are really good, too, so I don't understand why they didn't keep doing it. Yeah, it's not like the Chiefs were just, like, shutting down the yeah, runs. Yeah, Lamar had, like, a 30-yard run on, like, third and one or something. It just it just doesn't make sense. It just seems like the Ravens were in panic mode from the very beginning. It's like they looked across the field during the National Anthem. Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and Andy Reid was like, crap. What are we doing? We can't hang with these guys. We better abandon the run before the game starts. That doesn't make any sense. What the hell are you doing? Pick it or kick it. We all owe MBS an apology. You know, I never said anything bad about MBS. Um, I was. I remember saying I had T-shirts made of MBS MVP. So I don't know what you're talking about. Do we owe MBS an apology? Mm, no. He had some buns play. Yeah. He's still leading the league in drop passes by a receiver, by a lot. So, did he show up big time in the playoffs? Absolutely. And I appreciate him for that. But I think what we saw this year is kind of like um, a decreased expectation for MVS. Like, as the season went on, we just expected less of him. You know, I mean, over the last two games, he's had three catches. Were they three amazing catches that were needed and, and definitely helped propel the Chiefs to win? Yep. Absolutely. But it was three catches in two games. Let's not start pretending like he's like this amazing skill player. And even the catch that he had at the end of the last game, it wasn't this crazy good catch. Like he looked like he was going to screw it up. <laughs> it almost looked like he thought about dropping the ball. Thank God he didn't. And I'll give MVS all his due for the last two games for sure. You know, if he if he didn't screw up as often as he did, especially against Green Bay, we probably would have been uh, hosting the AFC Championship oh. again. So, no, MVS. I'm not sorry. But thank you, MVS. That was awesome. You picked and up. let's do it one more time, my friend. Are the skill players a concern going into uh, the Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think, do you have more faith in them now than you did at the beginning of the playoffs? Yep. I agree with you. For that reason, especially like let's go all of them actually like Rashid, MBS, and Travis. Yeah, one other player though for a second week in a row, Clyde is underutilized. That's mm -hmm. sort of weird. He had like two catches and one run again. He's just not being used. 
And is that okay? Screenplays, they're like bad. Mahomes is just throwing it to him, and it's negative like one yard. And he's getting smacked. He's getting stuffed because someone's right there every time. We're gonna save all the Super Bowl talk for next week. Next week will be a heavily Super Bowl week, as you would expect. What the hell else we're gonna talk about? We're Chief fans. We're gonna make this go. We do have the Pro Bowl next week. Thoughts on the Pro Bowl? Uh, probably gonna be boring. Yeah, I mean the Pro Bowl's sort of fun. Our expectations for the NFL like are just so high. We expect every product that they put out to be perfect or we're, or we're pissy about it. Do you like that they went away from having a Pro Bowl game and now they just have like, they've just Not made it. Really. They've sort of made it a joke, but they at least feel like they know what they're doing more. I don't really like it. Right. I like the game better. You like the whole game? Even yeah. though they don't really play, especially defense. Yeah. They just kind of goof around. There was one play though about the Pro Bowl that was insane. For some reason that year, they did a draft. And so it wasn't AFC versus NFC because they've tried so many different years. To oh, make that's like fun. Good. That's uh, what the NBA does. Really? They draft teams for the all-star. Like there's two players which were really good that season on different yeah. sides of like East and West or whatever. What was really weird about this situation is you had Jamal Charles, chief running back on one side. On the other side, you had uh, Derek Johnson, chief linebacker. And then you had this play in the Pro Bowl where Derek Johnson laid out Jamal Charles, crushed his face in. And then us Chief fans would go, what in the hell are you doing? That's insane, man. Don't hurt my guy. That's Uncle Jay. So I don't know. Here's my hot take. I'd rather attend the Pro Bowl than the Super Bowl. Is that crazy? Not Are you going to lock crazy. me up? Put me in a straight jacket? Because there's a lot of like stars at the Pro Bowl. So I think it's cool to be able to meet and see all the stars play. True. I wasn't thinking about that, though. Although the potential for, like, seeing players you're rooting for and, like, getting autographs is probably higher than the Pro Bowl. I don't know. Higher than the Super Bowl. I'm not saying it's, like, an amazing possibility, but... In the Super Bowl, they're locked in. True. I would choose the Pro Bowl just because it it just seems like it'd be fun. Like, you go there, you don't really care who wins. You're not super invested in seeing something particular. You're just going there to enjoy the show... Hang out with the guys. It sort of seems like a fun time. One of these days, I'd like to go to the Pro Bowl. I don't know if I'd ever like to go to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl seems stressful. You know, I would rather just watch the Super Bowl at home, even though, it, even if it is my favorite team here. You know, I don't want to spend... I saw that the cheapest seats for the Super Bowl were like 9000 something for one seat. Like at the very nosebleeds. Like, who wants to spend $10,000 to have an awful view... And potentially lose and be completely disappointed and sad. Well, I don't know. Pro Bowl, there's nothing sad about the Pro Bowl except for the whole thing. <laughs> but sad can be fun in that case. There's another weird skill competition called Snapshots. This new skill will allow long snappers and centers to showcase their skills by snapping balls at targets of various sizes. We're going to watch grown-ass... Men weigh that weigh three hundred pounds throw things underneath their like in between their legs at targets. Sign me up. That sounds like a great time. I'm in. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most. This is just I want to see the stupidest thing possible in slow motion. Tell us what we're doing. This pick a pick a puka. We are um ranking the nominees for the different NFL honor rule. Uh, yeah. Trophies. Should we start at the bottom and work our way up? Yeah. Let's start at the um, assistant coach the assistant of the coaches year. of the year. Let's not rank these fools. Just give me who wins. I'll take Bobby Slowick because of the rec- 
the rookie receivers and um, CJ Stroud. That's fair. I'll take Ben Johnson just because of all the hype surrounding the Lions right now. I mean, in a similar case, they weren't supposed to be where they were. The Detroit Lions came out, you know, and they were consistent the entire season. They came out in their very first game. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And then, you know, there's no looking back for them until they lost in the in the NFC Championship game. But still, we would call that a successful season. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Coach of the year. We'll spend a little bit more time on this one. Dan Campbell, John Harbaugh, D'Amico Ryans, Kyle Shanahan, Kevin Stefanski. Who is number five on that list? I got... Um, you take number five, I'll Kyle take number four. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is number five, the Super Bowl coach, number because five? Because his team is supposed to get to the Super Bowl, pretty much, because they were already at the NFC Championship last year. All right. Well, if really that's good. the case, I will use that reasoning, and I'll go number four, John Harbaugh, that's what for I was the thinking. exact same reason. Um, you know, especially because they lost. Generally, the coach of the year just goes to a guy that did something kind of unexpected, and I think you're right, John and Kyle. They were expected to be at that situation. Maybe, maybe more so Kyle than John. Uh, who's number three? I'll take Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. His team, the Browns and the Texans, weren't really supposed to be good. We were expecting the Lions to be good. Not really this good, but still good. So, you and I just realized about the way we're doing this kind of stupidly. Hmm. I'm picking the number two guy, but in picking the number two guy, I'm also picking yeah, the number one guy. So if you mess up, I'm beating Weird. you up. All right, I'm going to go number two. Give me Kevin Stefanski. Very respectable season. He overcame a lot to get his Browns as far as he did. Um, but, you know, he had Deshaun Watson at the beginning of the season. So the fact that the Browns made the playoffs at the beginning of the season wasn't incredibly far-fetched. Not as far-fetched as our Houston Texan guy. Yeah. Who's number one? Who do we got winning AP Coach D'Amico of the Year? Ryans. You think he'll be the guy that takes it? I hope so. All right. Let's go AP Comeback of the Year. Let's do it again. Now, this time, last time you started with number five, right? Yes. Which gave you, you the pick. It. So I'll do five this time. All right. I'll, I'll rattle off the five quarter. Uh, not there. They are all quarterbacks. No, they're not. They're oh, wait. No, they're not. I'll, ra- I'll rattle off. The five players, and I'll give you number five. Uh, let's see. There's Joe Flacco. There's Demar Hamlin, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, and Tua Tagalavoa. How do you say his last name again? Uh, Nobody knows. That's why we just call him Tua. Yeah. You know what? Give me Stafford. What is he bouncing back from? Really? I mean, I guess he was hurt. Yeah, hurt he was see. You know, he, the Rams quarterback. I mean, the Rams didn't do that great. Right? They had a respectable season, I guess. I don't know. I guess I am kind of talking into this stuff myself into this. Who cares? I'm taking Stafford at five anyway. Stafford has the least likely chance of getting it. Agree? Uh okay. Oh, too late. I already picked it. Who's four? I'll take Damar Hamlin. He didn't really do anything. That is the most controversial thing ever said on Pookie's Picks and Kicks. I might even be okay of saying too far. No. You know what though? I wasn't gonna let Damar Hamlin get number one either. If Damar Hamlin wins, it's kind of dumb. Like, if he wins, fine. He Good didn't for even him. do anything. I'm not going to say it in public that he shouldn't win. But yeah, his stat, like, if DeMar Hamlin wins, it's completely taking that award off of the football field. It's a football war- award. Oh. You're just giving it to the most feel good story of the year. Did um, Eric Berry win it? Beat cancer? Yeah, but he came back and played at least. Like, he back, hmm. came back and started and was a really important part of that defense after he beat cancer. You know, I mean, Demar Hamlin was never like this ball out player, and he he's not even now. I mean, he's a great story. Go to go to Mar, 
But I agree. If he wins the award, it would be sort of weird. Yeah. All right, number three, give me, dang it. Now I, I should have gotten Stafford here. I didn't expect DeMar to go that far. Who's going to win? Baker Mayfield at three. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield showed up and surprised a lot of people. He definitely had his best season, but what's he really coming back from? He's coming back from kind of like his own mistakes and his own buns kind of seasons, right? Like good for good for Baker Mayfield. I'm happy he's on this list, but let's put him at number three likely of making it. This gives you chance to, to pick who wins. Is it going to be Flacco or Tua? None of those two guys are winning. Who the hell's winning this award? I'll take Tua too because okay. he came back from what? Concussions? And he did play all right, but I'm kind of surprised it's he went that way. Really, because his like guys run really fast. So that means so, we have Joe Flacco winning this one. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it will. Really? Yeah. He's you know, throwing he, for he like three hundred well, yards he, every game. He didn't look great in his last game at all. That doesn't all. matter. That it doesn't, might not that doesn't matter. go into effect. It's still a good didn't story. They, uh, didn't they vote oh, before that? That's good. I think they did. That's going to be a weird one. All right, defensive rookie of the year. All right, it's your turn to pick five. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. I, I think that he's relevant because his dad was such a big time player. Uh, number four, give me. Ooh, this is kind of tricky. I guess give me Devin Witherspoon from Seattle Seahawks cornerback. Um, I think Witherspoon had. He's not being spoken about enough here. Uh, Twenty nine tackles, three sacks, and an interception. He's the only guy on this list that has sacks and interceptions. But the other three players are just guys that you think could potentially win it more. Who are you going at three, Parker? Uh, Kobe Turner. People, he's the most underrated guy on this list, I think. Kobe Turner has 57 tackles, the most of any guy on this list, and nine sacks, the most of any guy on this list. To be honest, I don't know why more people aren't putting him at number one or two. I'm going to take, at number two, I'm going to take Will Anderson, Houston's Houston Texans defensive end, 29 tackles, seven sacks, which means... Our rookie defensive player of the year will be. Are you mad at me? Yeah. Here's the reason why I'm picking. Will Anderson's on the end there. You kind of expect him to get the sacks. Uh, Jalen Carter's in the middle. There's a lot less opportunity in the middle sometimes. Although now I'm thinking about They're, it, like the, the Eagles' defense the, kind of um, fell apart at the end. The um, you want to you want to overrule me? It's your show. Yeah, the Houston defense was the worst for the run game last season, and now they're like top ten in the run game because of their defensive line being a big part of it. And Will Anderson was a big part of that defensive line. It's and your show. So Overrule me. I think it will be Will Anderson. Okay. Let's go into Offensive Rookie of the Year at number five. <laughs> Who do you got? Um, I got... Ooh. That's tough. It is tough. It's There's some it's great players One of the on running backs. Place. Some great players on this list. I agree that it belongs to one of the running backs. I hope you pick the right one. But if you happen to pick the wrong one, I'll be taking the other one. I'm next. gonna take Bijan. I would take Bijan at five as well because he was he came in top. Well, was he, was he picked at like seven or something? Something really high. Expected no, first to be running back in the really draft. good. Yep. And then he just he wasn't bad, but he wasn't amazing. I mean, the case against Gibbs is that he was part of like a stable of really good running backs. He had Montgomery there kind of taking the load off him, but Gibbs stepped up big time. You expect him to be the running back in Detroit for a while, but I think he's fourth on this list just because the three guys ahead of him are just monsters. Who do you got at three? It's Sam Laporta. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like he had a really good season, but the other two just really. 
Okay. Wow, now, wow. I know you love one of these guys. You love both love of these guys, guys, actually. You know what? It's your show. I'm going to step back and I'm going to let you pick. But in case you're not paying attention, we're talking about Puka Nakua or CJ Stroud. Out of those two, who gets offensive rookie of the year? CJ Stroud does. He does? Just because of his position. He also led his horrible offense to such a great thing. Could have won MVP because he had like. He got a game with four touchdowns and 400 yards. Mahomes only has like three of those in his entire. I think that's stuff. very fair and it's probably the thing that'll likely happen. All right, defensive player. Oh, I've skipped offense. I think offensive player of the year is kind of a stupid award. It's kind of like MVP runner up. Is that what we're playing here? We're playing MVP runner up with J- offensive player of the year. Jalen Hurts and I win it last what? year. It wasn't Jalen Hurts last year. No, I don't. What do you What do you mean? Because he think won. I mean? He won MVP runner up. That's who. Oh, I know, but it's not literally MVP running up runner up. But it seems like every year it's going to be an offensive player that wins MVP, right? So would you rather win MVP or offensive player of the year? MVP. Yeah. So it just sort of seems like the JV MVP. It's just kind of a stupid award, and not because there's anything wrong with the award itself, but because MVP is just always. A quarterback award. I almost think the offensive player of the year shouldn't like quarterbacks shouldn't be allowed to win this one. That's why. And we got two quarterbacks on I'm this list. Who's going number five? Uh, I'll take Dak at the bottom. Fair. I'll go ahead and just because I think this should not be a quarterback award because they get MVP. I'll take Lamar. Get the hell out of my offensive yep. player of the year. Yep. All right, we third got is, it down to third, three. CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Second is three. best. Total um, fair. Second best. Um. Wide receiver, real, had a really good season, his best season. But, again, second best wide receiver. I am There's not going to let you overrule me this time unless you yeah, want I to because it is your show. Him. I'm going to take Tyreek Hill at oh, number you two. Are? I am going to take number two. I thought you were saying number one. Oh, no, number two guy, which will leave the number one, yeah. which is probably pretty obvious. But I think at one point Tyreek was an MVP candidate. We were rooting hard for him. Mm-hmm. I do like Tyreek. Uh, I just, think uh, he shows the Chiefs fans a lot of love still to this point, even though he's not always getting that reciprocated. He um, like stopped his extreme. Like I think the season just kind of worn on him. I think yeah. he got a little bit banged. He got up injured. His like he, wrist got hurt. And yeah. Stuff. So um, that means the number one offensive player of the year has got to be Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. He's still the MVP. Um, talk. Yeah, it's true. He is actually in the MVP talk. There's him, Lamar, and Dak. They're the three players up for both awards here. We'll probably go quarterback for that one though. Spoiler alert. All right, AP Defensive Player of the Year. Who's five on this one? Uh, I got Deron Bland at five. There was a moment where it looked like he was taking over the NFL. Yep, but you know? then he starts getting cooked. Sure, he got by a bunch disapp- of people. It was he what- got absolutely destroyed by DK Metcalf. He did. And in fact, I would say, like, would you rather have Deron Bland on your team or or Legereus Sneed? I'll take Sneed. Give me Sneed all day. He's he's not going to get the picks that Bland got. Um. But he is going to be more consistent. He's not going to allow the big plays. Legereus Sneed did not allow a single touchdown until the playoffs. You know, that's pretty great. And he's only allowed one. I don't know if that one uh, that the Ravens got this year will count against Sneed. Technically, Sneed was not covering. He was just the closest guy at the time. So I'm not sure if that'll count against him or not. Oh, I think you might be right. I might be mixing stuff up in my brain. All right, number four for defensive player of the year. Give me... um, just because I hate this guy, <laughs> Max Crosby. 
Yeah, Max Crosby's a douchebag. Screw you, Max Crosby. Suck a butt. Get out of this. I mean, sure, you deserve to be in the talk, That's not but the if reason. you win it, what's the reason? That's not the reason I would have paid, but I agree you, with you. You would not pick four. the reason that he sucks a butt? I agree with you with four, but okay. I don't think that was going to be the All right, reason. well, who's three? We've got to hurry this show along. Um, We're almost out of show. we got to kind of think about who you want to win. And I'll take that uh, my, my, Micah Parsons. Okay. Because That's fair. He's last season, he was like top five in the NFL or something. And this year, he just wasn't like as good. He had he had a really good defense built around him yeah. as well. He had great moments. Um, wasn't able to string it together consistently, similar with his teammate Deron Bland. Does that mean I'm picking again? How did this happen? Did I? Because you always give me five. My bad. All right. Do you want to take over the pick? All right. I'll take T.J. Watt at two. Okay. Because, um, Miles Garrett. It's not really because of T.J. Watt. I think it's because Miles Garrett is the best defensive player on the best defense in mm-hmm. the NFL. Sure. So that's why I'm taking him. That's fair. I think TJ Watt probably has a better shot at it. I think, you know, that Watt name, I think that that carries huge. Uh, I think Miles Garrett still kind of rubs people the wrong way a little bit. But I don't I don't hate your pick. I don't hate your stance at all. I think you could go to either of the two of those guys. All right, let's go into MVP. All right, for number, I'm just going to go straight to the top. All right, because the show's almost over. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, then Travis Kelsey. And then maybe uh, Legereus Need, and then MVS, then, uh, MVS of course, MVS for MVP. Machine Rice, and then that means the number one guy, Taylor Swift. Okay, <laughs> Woo! did it. All right, who do we got for number five? Is it my turn to pick? I'm not sure. All right, five. Give me, um, give me Dak Prescott at five. Okay. Uh, I'm probably factoring in the playoffs more than the people actually voting, but uh, you know, I know Dak Prescott had his best season, but I mean, having the best regular season and then folding in the playoffs, just you, you shouldn't win. Dak's not going to win. Nobody thinks Dak's going to win at this point. Who do you got it for? Uh, I got uh, Josh Allen. What? You left somebody there? I know. That you just talked a bunch of smack at. I'm going to make sure that he gets at least two now. No, no, yeah. you're not. Give me number three. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. No. Here's why. No. Because this is a quarterback a award. The quarterback, the best quarterback of the year gets the most valuable CMC player. CMC is better. It, 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 yes. C, CMC is a, it's much more important to the uh, 49ers than Brock Purdy. But this is a quarterback award. And I expected you to take Brock Purdy at four, and now I'm punishing you. You're messed, Suck it. That's messed up. All right. Brock Purdy is now the MVP probable possible runner-up. Where do you got it to? Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson's one. What? What? Lamar Jackson's two. Brock no. Purdy is one. Bob Purdy is not no. one. Ah. If anything, he's six. All right. So that means we got, we're just following the, the NFL script like everybody else. Lamar Jackson's going to win MVP. And you hope he goes up on that stage and cries a little bit because that's just not good enough for he him. He got rushing yards, throwing yards, and receiving here's my question that's really sad about lamar jackson probably winning mvp has there ever been a player in nfl history that has as many mvps as they do playoff wins that's pretty goddamn sad man that if i was lamar jackson i would probably turn down that award i'd go i don't deserve it i'm gonna give it to the real hero taylor swift too far I'm the dad, but I'm the boss.